Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, buddy. Hi, buddy. Oh, man. Gosh, we haven't been in studio in a while. I know. It feels really weird. And we got we got a really exciting day ahead of us today. We I know. are recording three episodes. Three. Three episodes. Three episodes. We're out of practice. Yeah, we're out of practice. And um, well, guys, in the weeks to come, we have Mamrie Hart as an upcoming guest. Uh-huh. And we'll also be dealing with an episode about grief. But that's not today. Today is the opposite of that. Yes. Well, well. No, no. <laughs> but we did want to talk about things that bring us joy because our last episode was so depressing. It was really depressing. <laughs> uh, and thank you, everybody, for get, listening to that episode and getting through it with us slash me. Um, did I tell you that the event that I didn't pack for was a black tie event? You did. And then so what did you end up wearing? Uh, well, I went to Zara, got a bunch of stuff, then returned all of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I rented just the runway. like everyone wearing like tuxedos and gowns and then you're just like wearing a white shirt with like black pants. Yeah, I mean, I did kind of just throw on a blazer and then Ella, Ella really pulled it together. She always does. Oh, she's just so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's talk about things that bring us joy because last week was really heavy and I, I needed, we needed that, we did that. Um, but hey, for the next three weeks, I'll be on just the up and up until four weeks from now when the darkness returns. Hannigal, <laughs> uh, um, what's something that's bringing you joy lately? Well, I already talked about this last week, but I <laughs> want to continue to say that I'm still really enjoying season four of Sailor Moon. Also, I've started a secret project, which is no longer secret because I'm telling it right now to everyone. Okay, I had a really good therapy session this last Monday. Mm, love that. And this is what's so great about therapy is you never know what's going to happen because I totally was going in like, why am I doing this? I don't deserve to talk to this person. What am I going to talk about? And then he fucking was like, you know, I think you should try reading 100 pages a day. And I was like, what? And I started doing it. And it's amazing. (sighs) It's like as if it's like. I feel like I'm in the presence of a god. Honestly, like you read a hundred pages, like pages like written down on paper, like book pages. uh, I haven't done it yet today, but Monday through Friday, I read a hundred pages a day. I've read 500 pages (gasps) this past week. I finished two books. What? What books? Annihilation and Under the Skin. Whoa. Both very good. Are they fictional? They're kind of like sci-fi. Ooh. See, I feel like if you're reading nonfiction, it's like you should do 50 pages a day because a lot of times it's like, what? Okay. I like nonfiction a lot. I fiction. I don't really. I don't read anymore. I'm gonna start trying to read a hundred pages Dude, a day. You should do it too. Because he said he started doing it because, you know, with modern living and like social media and like you're fucking every second the news is refreshed and horrifying, and just so much time leaks out of your day. Mm. And I have to say, I look forward to it. I like it's like the most fun part of my day. It feels like it's like you're watching TV. Except as if TV was like eating a vegetable. It's like you're doing something that's really enjoyable and it's good for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Kind of like if you get into the habit of exercising, you're like, man, I want to go exercise. And then you're like, wow. And I'm starting to really look good. Uh, But this is like better than that because (laughs) (laughs) because exercise is always hard and stupid. And 
reading is like you can just sit down and do it and then you get to be like i'm so bookish like mm. it's so good for my little ego i love that <laughs> i love it and you can turn it's like what a cool kink yeah. <laughs> right oh that's i just i'm so excited to see i mean it's only been five days but I'm excited to 500 see, pages. But 500 pages. I'm excited to see what happens because for so long, I've always been like, man, I wish I was a person who read books. Yeah. It's like, you can be. You just have to read. Also, I was always like, there's so many books and I'll just never read them all. But I'm like, yes, I can. Yeah. Well, I will say, I don't think you can read them all. Well, that's yeah. true. But, but I can read a lot of them. Yeah. And how could I ever be intimidated by anybody ever again? Well, okay, here's my question. I feel like if I started doing 100 pages a day and I got to like 70 Mm -hmm. and then like I felt good about like where I was at, like does that even count? I think so. I think that's great. It's hard. But let me tell you something else that is so interesting about this. You know how I give up on everything immediately? Yeah. I've been like, because the first two days I was like, well, I read 92. That's probably good. And then my brain was like, no, it's not. Eight more pages. Unnecessary stopping point. <laughs> yes. I was like, no, I can do this. Why do you always think you can't do whatever it is? Yes, you can. You can push yourself to do this. Yeah. And that's like never happened before. You mean you were like, I read 92 pages. That's fine. No, I mean, I read I read 92 and then I was like, that's probably fine. And then I was like, no, it's not. I'm going to read eight more. But then what if there's like a natural pause in the book? Like 92 pages in. And then the next chapter is like 110 pages. I don't know. I'm just, you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. See, and I think if you're reading it all, that's laudable. That, that's but true. But for me right now, at least in the beginning, maybe, I'm like, no, it's got to be 100. Wow. See, that's, see, it's my perfectionism that makes <laughs> it so hard to decide what is and is not enough. Which is why today on Hail Isis, we're talking about perfectionism. That's right. <gasps> Even though I can talk about reading 100 pages for another. We still hour. can. That is, it's all in the same wheelhouse. Right. You know, because like I'm saying that like I would get 70 pages in and if I, if I was like, that's good for me, I'd be like, wow, then you're not really doing it. But right, the, if the right, point right. is to read every day, mm-hmm. does it really matter if it's 100 or not? Yeah, dude. That's I mean, really for me, that's the stance I would have to like take if I was going to mm-hmm. try and complete it. Um, but before we do, I would like to tell you something that brings me joy. Oh, absolutely. Please. So, guys, this is going to sound real, real, real shallow, superficial. I feel <laughs> like I'm having this like weird uh, second adolescence right now where I'm just like, I want to play video games and like... <laughs> You know, I feel like I kind of like, I think as I like skipped being a teenager, I kind of feel like that right now. So here's something, here are the things that are bringing me joy right now. And you know me, normally I'm like, uh, oh my God. That, okay guys, there's going to be intermittent, uh, distracting. You guys probably can't hear it, but we can. And it's somebody drilling something. So um, every time I go, what the, that's what that is. Cause it is just the oddest. It sounds like a fart. It does. It sounds like a huge, like Lord of the Rings monster is upstairs. But like farting, but also trying to like kind of be subtle about it. You know what I mean? Because it's not like just like, it's like, you know, so I, it's definitely in like F minor. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, it has a certain tonal quality. Uh, maybe it just sounds exactly like my parts, and so it's so familiar to me. Okay, but maybe li- Ellis subtweeted about that. Oh, Ellis! <laughs> Every time Ellis subtweets me, I just say this is a subtweet, and I know it. So, in this like resurgence of uh, skipped teenage dumb, uh, here are the things that are bringing me joy right now. One, playing video games. Ooh, I Yay! love it. I'm actually uh, cutting myself off, though, because um, I play too much, man. I play too much. And it's hard to have boundaries. So my new rule is that I'm going to put the PS4 in Ella's car so that when she goes to work, Whoa. it's not there. And my our home becomes my office. That's great, dude. Yeah. By the way, I have a question. Okay. We always say, like, I've been playing games too much. But I feel like it's only because we have other responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. So... If we lived a life where we didn't have to go to work or... You mean, do I become a Twitch live stream gamer? Yes. That works for me. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> dude, I'm, dude. Why have you not done that yet, actually? Um, mainly because I don't know 
how to which computer to buy. I think it's very expensive. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to get on it. But if it becomes my career, that'll, that'll feel better. But yeah, anyway, so let me just get through my things that bring me joy. Okay. Um, so yeah, but that's what I'm gonna do with the PS4 right now is that I'm just going to put it in Ella's car while she's at work during the week. Um, because I have, I was supposed to shoot like three videos this week and I did not. I mean, I did just get back in town on Thursday. Long story short, I had high hopes for Friday and I did nothing. I mean, all. that's a lot. Uh, one day is not very much to shoot three videos, dude. I know, man, but like I can do it. And like, honestly, I just oh I haven't God. tried. I've gone two weeks out without posting a video. So I really got to do it. The PS4 can be a reward, not an escape. It's entertainment, not escape. Anyway, video games for your joy. Two, I bought um, some really cool sneakers. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you yeah, posted about that. I know. I went to the Nike store. <laughs> Did you know that there was a whole store of just Nike? I yeah, don't think there in is Soho. one in San Diego. Yeah, in Soho, New York. Went to the Nike store. Was and it like were just... a whole block? Was it like the Macy's? No, it was, but it was like multiple stories. It was big. Wow. It was Nike multiple Lab. Multiple stories. Dude, yeah. Nike Lab. Is Nike that where people are like running upstairs? I think that the people, I think that like also people work for the Nike Corporation above it. Uh, anyway, I've never understood like people that like have, get like joy out of like material goods. Um, but I bought a really cool pair of sneakers and I felt really good and excited about him, you know? So, um, I, I gotta get through my adolescence so I can go back to being an adult, but right now it's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've decided in my advanced age mm. that I can't believe that you traveled through time, became 50 and came back. <laughs> That's what I'm willing to do. Like, I thought you would use the technology for good, but like, (laughs) also, like, totally. (laughs) You just want to read more. If anything, I just want to go into the future, get all the video games that I'm waiting for, and then come back and play them now. Mainly just The Last of Us 2. Yeah. Yeah. National national holiday. I'm already, I'm a little upset. Okay. Because I'm I'm planning a trip to Europe (gasps) in next year, fall of next year, and I have to save pretty much all my vacation days for that trip. So I'm like, but surely The Last of Us 2 is going to come out sometime in 2019 and I'm going to need to take like a week off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's totally valid. Or maybe I should just get really sick again. Or quit your job. Guys, share this podcast with your friends (laughs) so Hannah Gelb can quit her job. Every time you tweet, retweet, recommend anything about this podcast, we get one step closer to Hannah working part-time even maybe. Oh my goodness, it's true. I know, and you could bring so much to it. But speaking of bringing things to the podcast, I guess we should probably start the episode. That's right. Although I do want to say it brings me a lot of joy, dude, every time that you tell me I can quit my job. Or Uh, I should quit my job. I think you should quit your job. (laughs) And speaking of that, let's Let's talk about sponsors right now. Break time. Oh, hello, earbuds. Guess what time it is? It's advertising time, which means that it's also underwear time. So let's talk about our underpants. Guys, it's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. You should wear something that's comfortable, free-flowing, allows you to dance and sing to your heart's delight. What underwear makes me feel that way? Why, of course, it's Tomboy X. Tomboy X is all about underwear that's more frills than function. It's time to get rid of that old underwear your mom got you to fem you up a bit. Ooh, and if you're totally comfortable being femmed up a bit, then it's time to look super cute and sassy in bikini briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts, soft bras, razorback bras, anything, you name it. All of these marvelous options come in sizes extra small to 4X. So regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that any body feels comfortable in. And you know what? It's true. It's just really true. In fact, Ella wears them all the time. So guys, go to TomboyX.com slash and check out their special bundles and dun da 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 pack pricing. And Hanalyze this listeners get an extra 15% off with code Hanalyze. Again, the code is Hanalyze for an extra 15% off. So ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash Hanalyze. And now, let's go back to the show. Hey, 
Hey, we're back from the break. Wow, we've already done a break and we haven't talked about our subject at all. Well, we have two breaks in this episode. Spoiler oh, okay. alert. So I just wanted to get that one there. Hannah Gelb, let's talk about perfectionism. We have dilly-dallied the F out of this yes, one. Yes, and let me tell you guys why. It's because, okay, well, we want to talk about perfectionism for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I found all this information about it and I put all the information in a binder. Yep. And then I was like, we can't do the episode. This is what I'm telling myself in my head. We can't do the episode until I've read all this information and synthesized it perfectly into an outline of a perfect episode. Then that didn't happen, obviously. Right. So now we're just here. We're just going to start we're it. We're just going to start it. It's perfectionism part one. It even says module one. So talk about a little bit. So right, let me paint a picture for everybody listening. Before me, um, I have a little Gelby with a binder <laughs> and a bunch of notes. I'll take a picture and we can later post it on the Twitter when the episode goes up. Hey, oh, look at your crazy notes, though. Oh, she's the cutest. I know they're so crazy. You know, I feel like I always make the same face. Make it again. Made- there it is. Great. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is very exciting because as I mentioned previously, I think, I feel like we talk about perfectionism a lot in a, like in casual conversations, but this is like the first like packet of information I've ever seen on it. Where did you find this? I don't know. I just Googled it actually. Okay, wait. <laughs> I woke up and it it's appeared. It's from the Center for Clinical Interventions. It's from an Australian website. Oh yeah! Wow. So it has I mean, all I'm these. Happy, uh, like, I'm excited that there's an entire packet about dealing with perfectionism because it's it's really hard. Well, here let's read let's read the first thing on the first page. <gasps> oh wait, should I read earbud comments? Earbud comments about perfectionism? Yeah. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah, before we start the module. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Bye, mommy. <laughs> Guys, we're going to hear from you first. Yes. Well, see, the thing is, okay, wait. So a while ago, I tweeted, you know, do you guys experience perfectionism and what does it look like? And then everyone said a lot of interesting stuff. And then I uh, put it in a Word document and then I was going to make it look nice and perfect. And then I failed to do that. But you succeeded in putting it in a Word but document. I did put it in a Word document. Okay. Let's hear the comments. Okay. <laughs> do I so... have the document too? No, I failed to send it to you. You didn't it- fail. <laughs> you just kept it for yourself. Well, so, I, I think perfectionism is something that a lot of people deal with. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Clearly, because we got many responses. And some of them are really good. And some of them are really funny. No, they're all good. But some of them were like, whoa. Oh. One person said, yes, I blame society. <laughs> <laughs> is that the example of the whoa one? <laughs> Would it be, you know, guys, I just have to tell you, um, my personal struggle right now is that I have a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips in front of me, but I can't think of anything worse to eat on a podcast than salt and vinegar potato chips. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to eat one chip. Just crunch the shit out of it. Okay, guys. Sorry. Oh, man. Okay, so... This is like ASMR. (laughs) This is very interesting. So I think I asked, where do you think your perfectionism comes from and how does it affect your life? Because it affects different areas of life differently Mm. although i think it affects every area of my life Mm. (laughs) some people are like well like someone said um um, 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 (laughs) bear bear with me everybody okay what should i do right now oh okay so (laughs) just eat those chips man (laughs) so this person says um, I mostly struggle in it, uh, with perfectionism with work slash creative projects. I know if I can do better, it's hard not to go back and fix it over and over. It's part of my anxiety and maybe also from my mom telling me as a kid, I know you can do better, even when I thought I was successful. Most Ouch. people I work with are perfectionists too. Wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. I know you can do better, even when sh- they thought they were successful. But you know what's funny? I'm like a major perfectionist and my parents were always like, this is great. And I was like, no, it's not. And they were like, no, this is fine. Totally. You're, you're great. You're fine. And I was like, ah! but I, so I, what is that about? I don't know. Maybe the module will help us discover. <laughs> Maybe it will. Did uh, you print me out a copy? Yes, dude. I sent it to you. I know. It's on my, it's on my, it's on my, uh, it's on, I have the PDF. Okay. It's just tough. Cause I only can print things when I'm at work. So I just haven't, done it yet but i'm gonna print it for you no I no you're good you don't and need then i'm gonna coffee. fedex it to you <laughs> <laughs> we are technically in a building that has a printer at we this are. moment yeah so i can print it out because um, the whole module this is just part one right this is just part one there's many modules okay cool 
Um, ooh, okay. So this person says, I think my problems with perfectionism stem from my parents' extreme expectations of me throughout my childhood and my gender. The expectations for my brothers are nothing compared to what I have to meet. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Whoa. So I was thinking like, yeah. Two for two, blaming mom and dad. Blame okay. mom and dad. Do you want to find a good one? Sorry, it's so unorganized, but do you want to read one? Um, yeah. Go for it, man. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Ooh, what's this we do make choices one? And they do have consequences. Is this your notes? No. No, that is an earbud. Oh, wow. I don't even know the context of this, but this is what it says. <laughs> we do make choices and they do have consequences. But the idea that there's a correct one is only ever a story we tell ourselves. Choices can be well-reasoned or poorly reasoned. Their results can be surprisingly beneficial or surprisingly damaging. But there's no such thing as a categorically right course of action, just an array of possible ones. And for each, a sprawling web of consequences... Okay. Somebody tweeted you this? No, I just remembered what that is. It's from <laughs> I read um it's from my favorite blog, Raptitude. That is David Kane's writing. Wow. And I was like, this goes hand in hand with perfectionism because he has this whole post about there is no right decision. And I think that's what perfectionists struggle with all the time is there's some perfect way to do this. There's some perfect choice that will lead to the perfect whatever. And yeah. There's only I really like the there are choices that are well reasoned or poorly reasoned. And I feel like that concept provides a little freedom from perfectionism because you know, I think that for me the idea of something being perfect stems from like thinking it, 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 for me I feel like the opposite of it is failure and the higher your failure trigger is, like the idea that you failed or feeling like a failure, the more sensitive that trigger is, the more sensitive that button is, the more likely you are, quote unquote, to be a perfectionist, you know? Because mm-hmm. I would rather have a perfect zero by not participating at all. Like if it gets too late in the day and I still haven't filmed a video yet, I give up. And I'm like, well, it's after five. I guess I can't film. That's not true. Dude. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm really eager to escape perfectionism. Like yeah. that would be... That would be great. Okay, guys. Uh, wait. Okay, I'm going to read another earbud comment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I struggle with perfectionism. But a but a boop boop. <laughs> I struggle with speaking. It's kind of hard to say. Perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've mucked it up a few times already. I just yeah. I just kept going. <laughs> I'm going to say perfectionism. I struggle. Okay, I struggle with perfectionism as a life, as like a life philosophy. You know what I'm going to do? This 11 calib- Calibri font is not work. Oh, 10.5. <laughs> I'm moving this to 16 because I'm a blind person. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. I struggle with perfectionism as like a life philosophy. Life is a big if-then statement, a series of constant decisions. We're always making choices, and those choices will all have varying outcomes. And all of those outcomes, in my mind, can be ranked from best to worst. Like, there's an optimal choice for an optimal outcome. But that leaves me struggling with the weight of every decision I make, weighing potential outcomes, trying to get the best one. Something as simple as changing lanes on my way to work. Should I do it? Should I not? Ugh. I so relate to that. Like, you know when you change a lane and your lane slows down and you're like, I did this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They they go on to say the need to achieve that perfect and best outcome for even the smallest of circumstances is exhausting. And then I feel crazy guilt when I feel like I could have made a better choice. Oh, God, they are so this is so real. I know. You know, perfectionism. So silly, silly. Like, oh, sorry. Like um, sometimes when I start cutting a lime. I'll like be like, okay, I'm cutting a lime and then I'll start cutting it badly. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'll just fucking cut it badly the whole time. Then there's a bunch of chunks. Okay. <laughs> it okay? is. It is silly, but it's, it's ever silly, present, but it's so hard also to hear that it's silly because it's so intense and, yeah. and a huge presence in our lives. You know, I so know wait, hand heart. Like, where do you think your, where does your failure trigger come from? Can I don't you, know. Like, well, I want to do the module. Do you oh, want to okay. do this? Yeah, no, we're doing it. I thought we could just be like, well, what, you know. <laughs> but like, in, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, it will guide us okay, into okay. questions about ourselves. You're, you're totally right. Right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a workbook kind well, of thing, should right? I, should I give it to you? No, do you want to read? Like, I just feel like <laughs> we got it. And so are we going to do it or no? 
Oh, no, of course we are. Okay. I just thought we were like still talking a little bit. We are still talking. Okay. <laughs> I'll answer your question. Okay. But I just, I'm just saying that like, I'm just really excited about the module. Oh, okay, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. I, I'm just excited. Let's do the module. <laughs> I just am so excited for the idea that there is a way to overcome perfectionism. Right, right, And that right. there's a structure to it. Yeah. Because how do you overcome something like that? I don't know, dude. See, this is probably my perfectionism because I'm like, wait, we have to like talk about all these things that I had in my brain before we can start the module, which is how my perfectionism <laughs> works. <laughs> but, but the module is meant to help because I feel like and in my perfectionism is like, well, actually, it's not even perfectionism. Our perfectionisms are like kind of having a Pokemon bo- like battle right I now. Know. Dude, you're... <laughs> My, okay, if your perfectionism was a Pokemon. <laughs> Jigglypuff. Oh, that's so good. Mine's Pikachu because I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, everything is great. Now I'm covered in lightning. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> you sing, you make people feel sleepy and safe. And then I eat their souls. <laughs> you suck no, them right up. That's not how Jigglypuff works. I Wasn't it weird? <laughs> But she dropped the. She that's how much she doesn't want to do the module. Oh, she God. threw it on the ground. I also have notes and I can't even read them. Where were you when you found out Kirby was not a Pokemon? I've always known Kirby's not a Pokemon. I did not. I played Kirby's Dreamland on SNES <laughs> many a time. SNES is uh, in SNES, as in Super Nintendo Entertainment oop. System. Yes. Wow. Um, but I can see why you would think that. I thought Kirby and Jigglypuff were like fucking you did know? you know kirby is named after a man whose last name is kirby or no wait his first name is kirby it's what? an american dude what yeah what oh are they saying americans are <laughs> uh full of hot air i mean that could have that possibly that could have been, been, been possible oh man we don't know though <laughs> we don't know we we don't know we don't okay sure. let's do it okay let's do it okay um let's start with the introduction love it read it to me okay Here's what it says. Perfectionism is Ooh. often mistaken. Oh, we yeah. should also probably link to the PDF. Oh, we should. Yes. Well, on the Twitter. We'll make a I note of that. I hope it's not illegal that I'm just going to read from this. If it is, it's been really nice. It's a resource. Australia is coming for you. I mean, you found it. It's not like you found it on the dark web. That's true. I don't even know how to get to the dark web. Can you, cl- can you, can you, can you clip your binder shut again? <laughs> Hannah opened up her binder rings and just left them open. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I feel I felt so unsafe. I feel way better now. Thank you. Okay, that's here we something go. different. That's called OCD. Yeah. No, I shouldn't joke about that. OCD is a serious thing. Okay, guys, we aren't doctors, nor uh, we're we not perfect. doctors. <laughs> Trigger warning: all of the entire podcast. I feel like if you sign up to listen to the podcast, there it is. Right. You know. Okay. Okay, here we go. Introduction. I'm so tempted to keep (laughs) interrupting you, but I have to stop. Okay, I'm done. Well, wait, can I say, I'm going to say one more thing. Yeah. Which is, I have read part of this, and I was actually surprised. I was surprised at what it says, because I was like, oh, that's what perfectionism is about. But for me, it doesn't feel like that's what it's about. I can't wait to know what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Perfectionism is often mistaken for being perfect or doing something perfectly. Many people assume that it must be a good thing. Other people think of being a perfectionist as being something negative and embarrassing. So is it good or bad? Do you want to take turns reading? Or Well, I mean, there's a lot of words. I don't know how much. Here, here, let me. (laughs) (laughs) We got this. We so got this. Okay, ready? Here we go. Yeah. Perfectionism involves putting pressure on ourselves to meet high standards, which then powerfully influence the way we think about ourselves. Researchers have shown that parts of perfectionism are helpful and parts are unhelpful. We're here to help you identify and work on the unhelpful parts so you get satisfaction from your achievements and lead a more fulfilling life. This will involve setting appropriate goals and standards for yourself, making it more likely that you will achieve those goals and experience a sense of fulfillment rather than feeling frustrated and blaming yourself all the time for not getting things perfect. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my God. The modules in this pack are to help you put your perfectionism in perspective. (laughs) Oh, God, heal me. I'm going to fuck this book. (laughs) There's a big difference between healthy and unhelpful, helpful and unhelpful pursuits. That is so true. Wait, I, I, um, 
that sentence isn't written here. I made that in my head by combining the whole sentence. But here's the whole sentence. <laughs> There's a big difference between the healthy and helpful pursuit of excellence and the unhealthy and unhelpful striving for prote- perfection. Interesting. Yeah. So in the beginning, you have to define something. Before you can expl- explore anything, we have to come to like a common definition of what perfectionism means. That is, that's great, dude. Right. Oh, you can keep binder if you want. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, you're such a good leader, you know. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, dude. Really? I feel like if I have it, I'm just going to like, well, you're like six hours later and I'll be like, ah! <laughs> but Hannah, you found this resource. I did. I did. You find know, that resource. like you did that. I don't research shit. <laughs> I'm like, if I didn't discover it, it doesn't count for me. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. No, this is this is great. So let's come to a, a common definition of perfectionism. Okay. So for me, perfectionism. Ah, here's the thing. Got it. Okay. Here's my definition of why I want to control my perfectionism. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to be able to do, wow, this binder was making it up. It's fucking slippery. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to be able to start something even if I'm not going to finish it or I can't do all of it at the same time. Oh my God, dude. Dude, I, dude. That's, so I can't start anything. I know. Like, I could have definitely shot at least one video yesterday. But since I told myself, you're going to do three, and I got the ingredients for three videos. Which is like, dude, if I go grocery shopping, I'm like, I can't do anything else today. You want to do three videos in one day? That is so much work. I know. I know, dude. I know. And I should have just at least done one and felt good about it. But the knowledge that my expectation was set to three and that I would be disappointed myself with myself, even after just completing one, stop me from doing any. And that's why mm-hmm. I want to control my pursuit of perfectionism mm-hmm. or pursuit mm-hmm. in perfectionism, you know? Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. What about you? What's perfectionism for you? I think I think I have to be perfect to be loved. Oh, whoa. It's a love thing. Yeah. Whoa. Because I keep go- like going back to like, because it's like, what's so frustrating is- I love you. <laughs> Wait, I That's wish I had funny. a sign that says you are perfect to me. I, I would freak out if somebody said that. I'd be like, no. Oh, God. Then you don't know me at all. Right? Yeah. yeah. Be like, you're not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what's so frustrating. It's like, I, because like, okay, later on, we shall see, there is a little quiz you can take and it asks you all these questions. And I'm like... I know all the right answers. I know all the answers to these questions are no, this is stupid and dumb, but it doesn't mean that I don't act that way. Right. So it's like when I try and like follow it down to like, why do I do this? I think it's because I'm just like, I just want to be good. So, and if I'm good, people will love me. Mm. And it's like, hey, Hannah Gelb, you notice how a lot of people love you right now? Exactly the way you are. And I'm like, no. Yeah. But yeah, but no. Yeah. Oh, man, what a dangerous word perfect is. Right. Word and you know what perfect. I'm starting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Remember word perfect? <laughs> I think I last used word perfect in like 1998. Is that the paperclip? No, my word, Microsoft Word still has the paperclip. The paperclip that's I'm- like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> He's like, you're making a list. Do you want some help? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just trying to make a list. <laughs> okay, well, wait. Let's read the mo- the book, the module, the definition of perfectionism that we will be exploring in our perfectionism series, of which this is part one, uh, and part two and three and whatever. It's all going to happen. It's going to happen. There's like 14 modules, you guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I am so here for We're this. We're going to be making this podcast until 2020. Yes. <laughs> Oh, God, please let the world get better in 2020. Friendly reminder to vote in the midterms. Um, Okay, so the definition, the working definition we will be using for the intents and purposes of this module is the following. One, the relentless striving for extremely high standards for yourself or others. Two, judging your self-worth based largely on your ability to strive for and achieve such unrelenting standards. 
so true. Mm-hmm. Three, mm-hmm. experiencing negative consequences of setting such demanding standards, yet continuing to go for them despite the huge cost to you. Oh my God, year after year <laughs> after day after day, just being like, this will work. At some point, it'll start working the way I think it's going to work. You're like, man, if I just keep setting myself up at 120% and then achieving none of it, one day I'll hit that 120 and it'll make up for all the zeros. Dude. As opposed to just having a moderate sense of accomplishment every day. Right. And can I tell you something? This is my theory that I want to say right now because I'm afraid I'm going to forget to say it. I don't think there's a difference between... Okay, like, because in this book it says, I mean, it's healthy to have high, like, good standards. And I'm like, I don't think there's a difference between good standards and just doing something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I I do, and I wish I thought that way, yeah. It's like, if you're doing something, you probably care. Yeah, because like they're like, well, of course we think the consequence of not doing a good job is because we'll just do it so poorly. And I'm like, who does shit really, really poorly? Like, I don't know. I that doesn't seem to happen. The that consequence often. is the not doing. The not doing. That's- doing it is all that fucking matters. Like, if you're doing it, who cares if it's good or not? Like, oh, that's man. where I want to get. Like, because I don't think people out there, like fucking Steve Jobs or whatever people who are out there changing the world, they're not like I'm so good standards are so high it's not they're just doing it because they really want to do it yeah they're just doing i mean this is exactly here's a perfect example (gasps) i just feel so dangerous saying the word perfect oh my god oh i just got it (laughs) okay here's an example um this is a great example yesterday and you saw this happen this morning our garbage disposal broke Mm, okay mm -hmm. ella was like oh no you gotta call a guy i was like i know how to fix it i'll fix it so yesterday I was in the kitchen. There were dishes in the sink. Okay. Here's my perfectionism spiral. Me. Ooh, I'll fix the garbage disposal. Oh, there are dishes in the sink. I got to put the dishes in the dishwasher. Well, if I do that, I should probably clear the countertops. I should probably just clean the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to clean the kitchen. Therefore, I didn't fix the garbage disposal. And that I want to undo. Dude. You know? Dude. And then Ella came home, was like, damn it, it's still broken. Well, she wasn't mad. She actually just asked me right before we left for the podcast. Uh, but she was like, hey, I did the dishes. Can you fix a garbage disposal? And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, there are no dishes in the sink. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I fixed it. And then we left for this podcast. But yeah, that's the thing I want to unlink is like, mm-hmm. why did I stop myself from accomplishing the one thing I wanted to do? Because I set up a bigger thing. Because then it just goes like, oh, if because I'm going to do the, the kitchen. It's the all or nothing. It's all, all or, nothing. or nothing. And then it just keeps growing. I'm like, well, if I'm going to clean the whole kitchen, I should probably just also do the laundry. Okay. So that means I'm, I need to clean the house. I, I got to clean the whole I, house. I got to take a week off. Yep. The whole house needs to be clean. I'm going to clean under the floor. I'm going to clean behind the fridge. But I can't <laughs> clean the kitchen without reorganizing the spice cabinet yet because we have so many duplicate spices. So- I have to figure out my whole all of my values in life <laughs> before I can clean this kitchen because I don't know if I'm the kind of person who needs... Turmeric. <laughs> exactly. It's so it's so true. I don't know how to, because I feel like if I could ever, ever get past that and just did the one thing, I'd be like, you know, I'm glad that that one thing happened, even yeah. if I didn't do the rest. Dude, that's exactly the same. I'm house sitting for my parents right now. The whole house looks like a crazy fucking shitstorm pigsty. <laughs> and last night I was like, I really need to clean. And I was like, well, I can't, cl- if I'm going to clean the kitchen, I got to clean the whole place. Yep. And I'm not like, if the counter, I got to clean the floor, I got, and then I didn't do anything. And when I get home tomorrow, it's still going to be disgusting. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this module has a plan about yeah, okay. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it goes on. The next section talks about the benefits of being a perfectionist, um, which I'm sure there are many. Uh, are there, though? I like to do things well. I get pleasure out of achieving what others can't do. I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> bad about it. We know. Am I a perfectionist? Uh, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think no, we no. know. There are good things. I think there are some good things like, yeah. you know, caring about like, even though I don't like my job, I still am like, I want to do good, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which I guess is good. I don't know. That's a good thing. <laughs> you, you, the, the tone of your voice was like, this is a negative thing about myself. I'm saying, but the words you said were good, which yeah. is, <laughs> Man, we're going places. We are today. going places. Okay, now we're going to talk about the behaviors of perfectionism, but first, another break. Oh, hey, earbuds. Hannah Hart here to talk to you about healthfulness, wealth, 
fullness. Now, I started saying wellness. Well, whatever. Anyway, I'm here to talk to you guys about making healthy habits. So I know you're obviously eating your kale and checking out the ingredients on your almond milk and doing all the daily extra work to make sure that you're healthy and strong. But what if you're just not doing any of that? Well, let me tell you, there's a way to do it quick and easy and have it actually taste good. All in one pill. Yes, I'm talking about Ritual. Ritual vitamins are the only omega-3 vitamins that actually taste great. And it's all thanks to its natural mint essence. Ritual is also vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. And the delayed-release capsule bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea. So, how does it work? Well, Ritual is subscription-based and only $30 a month, and it's delivered right to your door. And did you forget a few days? No problem. Go ahead and snooze your order until you catch up. So here's the facts, everybody. 95% of women don't get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual now has created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients that women lack the most. So go ahead and head to ritual.com slash earbuds and choose clean ingredients that are backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash earbuds. Hooray! Now back to the show. We're back again! Okay, we're back. Look, Hannah's got a lot of really beautiful scribbly scribbly notes. <laughs> and, I, well, okay. and I know you want to make sure you don't forget anything. Yeah, okay. So, because I'm perfectionist. But well, please continue what you were doing. <laughs> well, right. Well, what I'm doing is this. Guys, we are back from the break. And Hannah, I want you to just say just every just just say everything <laughs> you want to say about okay. perfectionism and your notes and this and everything. Just put it all out there. Wow, thanks, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what I think. What if we didn't what if our society was different in such a way that we didn't become perfectionists? You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is what I wrote to myself. Where does the idea of being a loser come from? Right? What do you think a loser is? Like, my definition of a loser, which I'm constantly afraid of being, is a person who's like, like, uh, okay, wait, let me backtrack. <laughs> I, I, I have a definition Ooh. of a loser. Okay. For- I guess, okay, wait, let me start by saying we can all agree right every human being has one measurement of human worth and everyone has it and they can't take it away ever so Uh. why do we call ourselves losers or think some people are losers when it's like if you're alive then you're a human life and you have value and whatever maybe you just like to look at the sky all day like why does that make you a loser well so that's (sighs) well so we gotta figure out how we define loser right like how Mm. do you define loser someone who looks at the sky all day no that's badass (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess for here, me... Uh, here's my definition of loser. I can tell you when I felt like a loser. Okay. Okay. But sorry, continue. You know, you go. For me, it's someone who is apathetic, eh, unproductive, someone that absorbs resources without contributing them. That's a loser. Okay. But see, my I would think, like, why do we have to be productive? That's my... It's my definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's important because I feel like I like community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like... I, it feels good that it's a, it's a form of care. I guess you're right. It comes down to love, right? It's like you're contributing to the household because you cared about the shared well-being of uh, your home, you know? So that's like, I, when, I, when I think quote unquote loser, I think about somebody that is benefiting from the work of others without contributing to it, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, Indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, like, I've, I've dated guys like that. Yeah, but like, you know, <laughs> but like indefinitely, like never wanting to participate in the uh, the unselfish good, right? Just mm-hmm. being like, okay, I'll grab all the groceries or whatever. Like that to me, that's the only thing that would define a loser. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, that's like okay, yeah, yeah. So that, but that's that's my personal mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. because that's what makes me feel safe mm-hmm. is to think that someone else is also thinking about my well being, just as I am also thinking about theirs. Right? Wow, you're such an altruist, man. I'm I'm not. I just I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> You know? But the end result is the same, right? Yeah, yeah it's always said I'll take it, Mama Mia. Okay. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah. See, I think mine just comes from pressure. Like, I feel like, especially nowadays, it's like, 
maybe it's just living in Southern California, but it's like just to like have a job and support yourself. That's not enough. You have to be like, oh, also have a lot of really interesting hobbies you could maybe have an Instagram about and like a blog about and be like really great at like cooking for some reason and like be outdoorsy and fit and have like a secret other. I just feel like you can't you have to be doing so much. I wish there was a way. I luckily don't suffer from this, but I do know a lot of people have, like when you see someone do something, like I've heard from friends, it sounds like what you're describing, that is the the feeling like almost in them doing it, it's asking you to do it too, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't feel that way. Like if I see somebody like being like, la, 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 I'm just like, wow. You know, like whatever, like I don't care. But I'm also not on Facebook. I'm also not on, I don't really go on social media so much. So maybe, I mean, I do, but only to say things. That's <laughs> <laughs> not to look at anybody else. <laughs> yeah. That's smart, dude. Well, I'm just not, I don't know. I just, I just, it just is distracting. And also right. like, comp- what do we always say? Comparison, Comparison is death. death. I know. Or like, okay, but yeah, no, you're right, dude. It's That's, just, but like, probably, how do we undo that? Because I know a lot of people know. suffer from that. Yeah, because like, I feel like, I don't know, like last night after talking to my really sweet friend who is a man and we're both talking about like, God, why are we so lonely and sad and like can't meet anybody? And I was like, I feel like I don't even what I want to do is make things and travel. Every time I think about what do I want to do in this life, that's what it comes down to. I want to make things and travel. And then I feel like I could live my whole life making things and traveling. And then at the end, someone would be like, well, you didn't have babies. So your life's kind of sad. You're kind of a loser. Like, I feel like there are people who would be like, you didn't have babies, so you're a loser. Oh. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's your fear. Yeah. yeah but, but that's a, that's your fear. That's fear. That's that fear talking, right? And yeah. also, who would say that to an old lady? <laughs> I don't know. An old, well-traveled lady. I guess maybe that's a fear because I'm afraid it's true. Like, is it true? I don't know. Oh, man. You got to give yourself the chance to find out if it's true for you. You can make things. You know, it's also like one decision isn't the entirety of your life. You could be making things and traveling. And then you could decide to adopt in your 40s or you could have a baby. That's a big risk. I know. (laughs) It really is. People do it, though. I know. People do. Brave, 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 brave choices. You know what I realized? Sidebar, kind of. um, When I was with Jack Jack slash Alex, (laughs) who we've named on previous episodes, I was so stuck in that relationship and didn't change, I feel, like at all. Like things were happening, but I was so stuck. I've realized in my head now, I'm like, well, I have to do everything I want to do in this life before I'm ever in a relationship again. Because once you're in a relationship, you don't grow anymore. I know it's dumb. I'm I know. not. I wasn't saying it's dumb. I it didn't. So that's really dumb. Of course you still change. But it's not dumb. But that's that, that's my fear. Yeah. That's hard. That's a hard fear to overcome. And, you know, because it's a lot easy. It's Those easy like to be subsumed. Years. Dude, yeah, it's easy to be subsumed in relationships. So yeah. I maybe, and I think this is what the module is trying to say, unattainable goals, unrelenting, not achievable goals versus achievable ones. So what if we took that and titrated it into before I get in another relationship, I need a better grip on my codependence or I need to feel like I, I have a, a game plan for my codependence in action. And to be fair, you have dated somebody and then you were like, well, here are my needs and I'm out, you know? So like you did a good job there. That's true. Yeah. I just never get over it. I mean, the, I don't, I think by default you are like, you know, like you didn't stay in that other relationship. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot, that's a real fear though. It's like, my fear. no one's good enough for me. Okay. Now, <laughs> okay, speaking of not being good enough for Anna Gelb, please, will you read more of your little note paper? Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, Here's what happens after every podcast. I'm giving you guys a little Hannah Gelb insight. Ready? Oh, God. What? Here's us in the car driving back. Here's Hannah. Oddly quiet. Here's me. <laughs> How you doing, dude? Here's Hannah. Uh, I'm fine. I just feel like I didn't say everything I wanted to say about blah. Uh, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's okay. A, that's a totally good impression of me. It happens every time you put your hand on your chin, you get well, all quiet and, right and starey out yeah. the window. And yeah. then I'm like, what's uh. up? And you're like, uh, I just, oh, I just don't feel like I said enough. And like, here's the thing. That's why this podcast, <laughs> nobody can take this away from us. We're going to talk. Right. We're going to talk, talk, talk. Wow. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Uh, you read me so well. <laughs> it's so I amazing. Know. I love it. Um, 
Oh, oh my God. Okay, here's what I wrote. So I've been thinking a lot about improv and I've been struggling because, so, you know, I have my job and podcast. I'm writing a hundred pages a day and um, I feel like I don't really Local have queen, to- Hannah Gellif reads hundred pages a day. I feel like I don't really have the time for improv and not that I don't like, I still enjoy it, but I feel like my teammates are really invested in it and they're really putting a lot of time. It's kind of like they're like, it's sort of like a big part of their lives. And I feel like it's not. And I think that's okay. But then I realized my brain is like, you just did all that work and for nothing. Because yeah, like, that's brain, perfectionism. That's, because that, it's like, why would that be, why would that be nothing? How See, is that for nothing? Because my brain thinks only the product matters. It's like, even though I went through a whole year of being in class, that was doing something, wasn't it? That that's was a huge. Whole amazing process. And yeah. I'm like, well, if you don't become a professional improviser. <laughs> but improviser that's like not wanting to bait well dude i do the same thing where i'm like i don't want to learn how to cook this one thing because what am i gonna be a chef you know what if i learn how to bake cookies that i'll have to bake forever right. wow and then why I'm like, well, are I we like that i don't know and then i'm like i can't try do things because now if i'm because i'm like well once you pick up a hobby you can't put it down yeah so like martial I- arts I do, I do it for once and then i'm like oh i'm not gonna become a black belt realistically so what's the point of even starting Dude, you <laughs> remember when you did that in Japan? I did that like six times throughout the course of my life. I've, I've gotten Pilates memberships and I'm like, what am I going to be? A Pilates instructor? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we like this? I don't know. But let's the good, let's fucking the good news the is the good news is that the second part of this module is understanding perfectionism. OK, what is it? How did we, well, we did what is it? Now we're going to do, how did I become, what is my perfectionism? Mm-hmm. So part two in the module is understanding perfectionism. And guys, we're not saying that this module is great. So don't do all 14 parts and then come after us on Twitter and be like, now I'm ruined. This is bad and unhealthy. Right, we're and, just looking right. at it for the first time too. Yes, okay. you're right. We're not, I'm not prepared. And um, I'm sure it works differently for everybody. Yeah. And we might encounter stuff that we disagree with. That's a-okay, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, just letting everybody know. Disclaimer, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay? I, I, I just feel responsible, you know, because we are not at all experts. No. No. I, yeah. No. No. Well, I'm really excited to do part two uh, next time when we discuss perfectionism and talk about how... How we became the way that we are. Uh, What if we actually could figure it out? Oh my God. You know, (laughs) honestly, sometimes the first part of the first part of solving a problem is identifying the source. Right. Okay. And that's what we're going to do. Oh, I'm so excited because we have like literally next time we're like, oh God, what are we going to fucking record? We can be like, we got like 19 episodes left of perfectionism. That's right. Baby. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Guys, I hope this was helpful. Taking a look at your perfectionism as we take a look at our perfectionism in ourselves. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you hear it on whatever thing you like. Um, And and remember to hug your loved ones. Yeah, hug each other every day. Hug yourself. Oh, I love love physical contact you know you know what's a good length for a hug with a loved one 15 seconds it's a long time oh no wonder people are always pulling away from me (laughs) jk i'm gonna hug you right after this oh Uh, big hugs to you guys we love you so much our beautiful precious wonderful earbuds and uh yeah we're gonna build a website and start selling those shirts probably soon to continue to support this amazing podcast as soon Uh, as we can figure out why we're perfectionists (laughs) yeah let me just get through that first and then also hide my ps4 Uh, Uh, okay bye. bye bye